Hello and welcome to What's the Story Ghost? I'm your host Annette. And I'm still Stephen. And <laughs> we're, today we are on episode 31. Stephen, have you ever heard of Crumlin Road Jail? Not the jail, but my mother's from Crumlin Road in Dublin, if that's any No, 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 it's Northern Ireland. Your mum's not familiar. Sorry, what you may have heard there is the sufferings of me about to try and attempt a Northern Irish accent. You butcher it. Ah, no. No, No, carry on with the story. (laughs) So today we are going to cover Crumlin Road Jail. This episode is a teeny bit rough. Um, It does mention suicide, so if that's a little difficult for you to listen to, totally understand. You don't have to listen to this episode. And then the rest of the episode is just the usual spooky stuff. We crack on? Crack a lock There's something about an underground tunnel. I don't know what it is. I just don't like them. And I've only ever used one once in Birmingham to go under a very busy road. But they scare the holy bejesus out of me. I blame Harry Potter for this fear. They're too dark and dank and a little too anything could happen to you here. And there's nothing you could do about it because you're underground. So when I heard there was a jail in Northern Ireland, which is no longer in use, thank God, With an underground tunnel connecting the jail to the courthouse, I thought, well, this should be terrifying. MH Prison Belfast, also known as Crumlin Road Jail, or colloquially known as the Scrum, was built in 1846. Designed by Charles Lanyon, the prison took two years to construct, covers an area of 10 acres, and cost £60,000 to build, nearly £8.1 million today. The prison closed in 1996, is now a registered listed building and is the only Victorian era prison in Belfast still standing. The prison was reluctantly called home by approximately 25,000 prisoners throughout its 150 year history. The first 106 inmates who were men, women and children were forced to walk from Carrick Fergus prison to Crumlin Road jail, shackled together in chains. The prisoners consist of six awaiting deportation, 17 currently serving sentences. Of those 17, six were described as lunatics, and the remainder were awaiting trial. With no vehicle to aid the transfer, they would have made the 10 to 12 mile journey through towns and villages very clearly prisoners to passers-by. That kind of anxiety would have to leave a mark on your soul. Children from disadvantaged working-class families were often imprisoned at the jail for offences such as stealing food or clothing in the early years. In 1853, 13-year-old Patrick McGee had been sentenced to three months in prison for stealing a loaf of bread after being left to fend for himself. Along with his three-month sentence, a clearly sadistic judge also sentenced the poor lad to ten whips. It was said that he pleaded with the judge But this was at a time when child labour was normal and children were thought of as young adults, so the judge probably thought it's just another phony plea not to have to pay for his crime. But the fear of being whipped must have been too much for the little one. He was sent back to his cell to await his punishment, and when the officers went to retrieve him, he used part of his hammock and hung himself in his cell. Nowadays, a young boy is often seen running through the corner of your eye, and he's been heard to say hello. Personally, I think it's harder for children to move on. Babies are born with a sense of wonder and innocence, and it's not until they get out into the big bad world that they lose that. I think this young lad is stuck because he can't quite understand why the people who should have taken care of him failed him so miserably. 
The flogging room is also a well-known spot for ghostly noises, as well as an apparition of a shirtless man who stands in the room staring at the floor. The layout of the prison was based on the Pentonville Prison, London. Crumlin Road Jail was the first prison in Northern Ireland to be built according to the separate system, not unlike what we covered in the Eastern State Penitentiary episode. Solitary confinement didn't last long due to overcrowding, especially in the 1970s, as many as three prisoners were placed in each cell. Located directly opposite is Crumlin Road Courthouse. The two buildings are connected by a tunnel underground. The tunnel served as a transport link between the courthouse and the jail, so that criminals awaiting sentencing were able to move between the two buildings in private. This would potentially be their last walk outside of a cell as a free man or woman, possibly ever if your sentence was to be hung. I dread to think what kind of energy has soaked into the stone in the tunnel, from either those who felt an unimaginable sorrow leaving behind a full home of broken hearts, or those whose only regrets were that they got caught. Also designed by Lanyon, built in 1850 at a cost of £16,500, approximately 2.5 million today, and closed in June 1998. It should be said that the courthouse was built during a time when buildings were built with architectural thought rather than suitability, so please forgive me when I say the building is beautiful, or at least it was. But it was reported by prison wardens that strange things happened inside the tunnel, even when the prison was active. In this tunnel today, a grey figure is commonly seen. The prison being haunted doesn't surprise me in the least. It had a history of carrying out the death penalty. 1854 marked the first execution. Robert Henry O'Neill, a soldier, died 21st of June. His body and 14 others are still buried in unmarked graves within the grounds of the jail. 1961 marked the last execution. Robert McGladdery died on December 20th. He was found guilty of the murder of Pearl Gamble near Newry in County Down. Sea Wing is home to the famous condemned man's cell. This is where the condemned would spend his final weeks, days, minutes of his life before being taken to be hung. The cell was relatively larger than any of the other cells. It was actually two cells combined, because the prisoner in the cell would never be by himself. There would have been two officers with the prisoner at all times, but not just supervising him. They'd keep the prisoner preoccupied, playing cards or board games, or just talk to them. The routine was that the prisoner was woken at 5am, his cleric would arrive at 6am, he would then be offered breakfast, but most would forego breakfast to spend more time with their cleric. Next, he'd be brought to the bathroom, which was connected to his cell, so he would have been familiar with this room so far. A belt would have been removed from a unit in the bathroom, like a cupboard with shelving, so the prisoner could be restrained. The belt would be buckled tightly around his waist, and his wrists would then be cuffed to the belt and his collar loosened. By now, it was getting very real for the prisoner. He was expecting to be led out of a cell and walked to the hanging cell. Bear in mind, none of the prisoners knew exactly where the hanging cell was. Some thought it was in D-Wing, as that's where the previous executions had taken place, but no one knew for sure. Instead, the prisoner was said to be turned around in the bathroom to face the cupboard 
The cupboard was pushed to one side to reveal a door, and through the door was the hanging cell. He'd been sleeping next to the noose that would soon take his life, and he never knew. The cell below the basement, named the drop cell, is the place where the dead man is said to dangle until he's dead. God only knows what poor souls are condemned to haunt that awful room, the last room they would have seen. The noose still hangs to this day. The prison might be responsible for only 17 executions, but there were countless deaths in the prison. Some due to sickness or old age, some due to brutality from the officers, and some died by murder from another inmate. So the prison has a mix of residual energy, left behind by those who were tormented and those who tormented and were truly evil. But some should have never even seen the inside of the prison. In 1914, some of the suffragettes were imprisoned in the jail. Now, these were not your pretty dresses and ribbons in your hair kind of ladies. The suffragettes were housed in A-Wing, and two of the most high-profile prisoners were Dorothy Evans and Madge Moore, who were famously arrested for possession of explosive substances after arson attacks. Not forgetting November 1924, Eamon de Valera was arrested and held in solitary confinement for a whole month for illegally entering Northern Ireland. B-Wing is home to the padded cell. This cell is reportedly the most terrifying in the entire jail. People have reported being touched or pushed while inside the cell. There are often reports of a dark figure appearing in the corners and an overwhelming sense of unease by visitors. It's also home to a ghostly prison warden whose loud footsteps can still be heard. People have also reported seeing a large dark figure that drifts from cell to cell. Could this be the warden still carrying out his daily duties? D-Wing is said to be home to the ghost of a man who stands in the doorways and simply watches what visitors are doing. Doors in this wing are known to slam shut of their own accord. Objects get thrown across rooms or just simply vanish into the air in D-Wing. There are several ghosts living in the jail and they're all happy to let you know they're still there. It's hard to know who is who or how many spirits and energies roam the corridors. The sounds of doors slamming and disembodied voices, male, female and children begging for help resonates through the building and will continue until those serving eternal sentences find peace. What do you think of that, sir? That was interesting. Is I was good? Googling some googly stuff. Um, the tunnel looks creepy as hell. It does, doesn't but it? But it's the straightest line tunnel. I know. See one end of Like, how long is that tunnel, do you know? Oh, I don't know. It's like the length of a road, I suppose. So you've got your two. And how long is a road? No, but not the length. Sorry, the Except width of the road. If I asked your dad that question, he'd tell me the length <laughs> yeah. of piece of string. It's, I'll find out for you. Hang on one sec. That's it. Now, I don't know uh, where in the prison and so where a, in the courthouse. Yes, yes. So it's literally just a two-way road, path on either side, and then the entrance to both buildings. But I, I don't know. So if it's 100 metres. It's probably. Yes. That's not as long, but it does look pretty long. Bear in mind, you're taking that walk and you're going to be as reluctant as you can because you're held in the jail until you get your sentence. And then you get your sentence and you have to walk back. And you know that that walk is the last walk you're going to do outside as a free person. 
or like I said, ever, yeah. if it turns out you're going to be executed. It's funny you should mention that because when you said the walk, I was like, do you remember the walk of shame scene from Game of Thrones? Oh, what was the thing they shouted at her? Oh, they just shouted shame. Shame, yeah. That's probably what they were trying to avoid because there's a lot of like now it would be different because now you'd have like photographers and newspapers and everything outside the courthouse. But back then... If, like, say, for instance, the guy, the last person who was hung was actually the last person who was executed in Ireland as well, not just Northern Ireland. But he had murdered who it turns out was his distant cousin. So they were all from the, the, the same area. So they would have all had family and friends and blah, 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 blah. So if his court case, which it turned out it was publicized because uh, a newspaper interviewed him before he even knew he was under question. They would have been standing outside the court waiting to hear the verdict. Given the chance if they were really, really angry about it, they could have absolutely pelted him out of it. Yeah. So I can see where the advantage for safety. They probably didn't yeah. care too much about the prisoners. In the I doubt it. it. But they were like, ah, oh, Jesus, poor old Tommy from the gar club has to walk your man across the road. And he, he keeps getting tomatoes in the face. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't. For now, he's afraid of a slitter. A slitter is, a, is a, an Irish ball used for the sport of hurling. I have to keep reminding myself that we have international listeners. I think Ireland is probably our top downloads. And then after that is the US. Thanks, so, But I can see where people are listening from. So it's so interesting. And then you, I'm looking you, at you places. Should, you should specify that you can see what country people are listening. You can't make out like. Oh, God, no, I can't, can't make out. Where, no, I can make out like. Uh, so Dublin would be our Tana, top listeners. Tana and the Crumbling Road. <laughs> We can um, see you, we can see you in your circuit top. Yeah. Um we no, we can we can see where. But yeah, that's what a slitter is. That's the long version of that story. The pictures look pretty cool too. Is it is it open to the public? Is it a museum? Yes. Very much it looked, so. There was a guy there standing beside a coffin in one of the cells and that looks awfully like Cork City Museum. Because <laughs> that looks awfully like Cork City Museum jail. Um which we have frequented five we have, times. Yeah. But it looks, it looks like a similar setup. And if it's anything like that, it's pretty cool you should go visit. Now, I don't think they do... Oh, they, may, they might do the one where you wear the headset. Um, but any of the, Yeah, but the, any of the tours that I've seen online, all the information I got from the condemned man cell um, was from a lovely girl who did a YouTube video. Now, they didn't have a transcript, so I had to literally listen to her beautiful, somewhat northern accent and then try and translate it. So I really hope I got all of it right. But they do tours but there's i think there's one tour guide who was actually a prisoner oh yeah so you get that inside feel of what it was really like to be there is this the guy in your story or the guy, no, the guy in no <laughs> i am um, the guy in one of the tours that i was watching on youtube it's not just someone's reading from a book and said okay well this happened at this date and i'm going to tell you this you actually get like the the real inside kind of experience I think the tickets are a little bit cheaper online, but at the door, they're still fairly okay. And everything goes back into the prison. And again, if it means that you get to keep it as a historical place and you get to learn about history, because the boys will never know what it's like to grow up during something as tumultuous as the Troubles. So Exactly. So keeping places like Kilmainham Jail or Crumlin Road Jail, keeping places like that with the tourism coming in, keeps that Irish bit of history alive. Because a lot of the... A lot of, again, I mentioned the troubles. a lot of the IRA were in and out of that prison. Yep. So there's a lot to do with basically how our history shaped itself in that and Kilmainham and all these other Dublin or Irish jails. So it's it's nice to know that any of the money goes straight back in mm-hmm. to kind of keeping the place, unlike 
Eastern State Penitentiary where you have to wear a hard hat and sign a waiver to say, if the ceiling falls on me, I will not sail. Don't haunt us. <laughs> That's the only thing I'd be worried about. It is supposed to be one of the most haunted places. And I'm like, I really want to go because I know we're, what, an hour and a half away? Yes. Hint, hint, wink, wink. I'd love to go. I would absolutely love to go. The only thing I did notice on one of the tours is that the lady had to take her kid out of the buggy when they were going through the tunnel. But I'm not sure I'd want to bring the kids into the tunnel. Because kids pick up on ghosts and I don't want them having full-on conversations. Why is there tomato on your head? I'd be like, okay, we're leaving now. Thank you. Goodbye. Tell me about the condemned man cell. Is there a ghost associated with that? Well, nobody actually dies in the cell. Just a hanging bit. That's just, that's basically the ensuite. You go in the door to the cell. It's two cells. It's quite big. And then to the right in the room, as you're looking into the room, there's the door to the bathroom. And then it just looks like it's the bathroom. And the, the cabinet. Yeah, it's out, on a rail or it's on wheels. You the belt and your two brace and your... Yeah. Not your candy floss, your two floss and stuff. Yeah. I'm behind that, so I'm never brushing my teeth again. I know, right? So you're lying in the room or you're, you're, you're yeah, I don't know, doing your business in a room and you don't realise that you're going to be dead the next time you come into this room or come through this room. You go through that door and then there's like... Uh, how do I explain this? There's like a balcony around the hanging noose because when you drop, you go into the drop basement yeah. or the drop cell, as they call it. So I imagine if anyone's lingering around, it's in that room, mm-hmm. upstairs and downstairs. Um, because unfortunately, and I know it's a bit gruesome to mention, hanging isn't necessarily always a quick way to go. It's 50-50. Mm-hmm. If your neck snaps, you're good as gold. Done. Your troubles are over. If not, you could be up there for... God knows how long. We don't need to go into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I imagine the, the drop, the drop cell and the hanging cell. And the mm-hmm. noose is still there. And it's just, it's pristine. It's like, it, it's it's been used 17 times. I'm like. Oh, it's the actual rope and everything. I don't know if it's the actual rope. I'd say it's been taken down and refurbished or, I don't know, treated or something to make sure it kind of, it could not. It might just be mm-hmm. a replica. I don't know. Well, then on that, not. Did you just say not? <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> He's such a dad. Go on, sorry. Let's just start with the the lone hanger, the condemned man. Condemned man. So I, 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 some of these, I have a couple of options. This one, I have one. So this character, or this guy, Sam, played, Sam Reckon, played a character in The Green Mile called Wild Bill, and he was, he was just not there in his head. Oh. Nobody liked him because he was an absolute deviant. So it depends on how you want to go. Okay. But he was, he was spitting on people and doing other unsanitary things. But he was just an unhappy and an unsettled man. Okay. So that was that was a choice there. That but, is a reason that the guards were sometimes left with the condemned man for the couple of weeks up until his hanging, though. It was to keep him yeah. in his right frame of mind as well as keep him preoccupied. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, please don't go mad at the thought of us hanging you until we actually, mm. you know, come to that day. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the name of De Valera. In yes. this, in this little synopsis of movie we have, it's probably a very small part. If you want to put a big, big player in there for a serious movie, Killing Murphy. Yes. Yeah. But if you want a bit of a, a bit of a happier tone, a bit of a, a jolly mint, so to speak, you could stick our man Graham Norton in there. I could see that. He'd be an amazing president. He would be Flash. <laughs> He'd be something. Yeah. Hi, I'm your president. Here's some gin. <laughs> Made it myself. His gin is amazing. Oh my god, ask Rebecca. Anyway, you can't remember anything for days. Not after a that. thing. How about the guard, Kevin James? He plays Paul Blart. Yes. He would be a funny guard. He would be because he doesn't do anything that's um 
I can never remember which word is which for good or evil spirit, but he doesn't come across as an angry or, or a vicious spirit that is, you know, attacking anybody or throwing anything at anyone. He just walks up and down the corridors, kind of like you would hear that ambient kind of atmosphere of someone just doing the rounds, basically. Mm. So that would, that would work. I like that. This guy, you might know, you've probably seen him because we haven't watched the latest series, series. And it's not Jerry Maguire, it's Jeremy Maguire. He's a young lad. He's probably 10 or younger. Okay. Probably older now. But he is the most recent addition to Modern Family. Um, he, he probably was a baby in the last of these scene, but he's, he's a little bit older now. No, he's not ringing any bells. But is that who you picked for the That's young character? That's who picked for the young character, yeah. Okay, good. That was so sad when I read that. Um, Because I, I read it and it was just the bare bones of the story. 13-year-old. Blah 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 blah, and then I went into it, and because it, he doesn't have a name, yeah, he does have a name. Sorry, because he didn't have any family. There's not really much history that I can read into his circumstances. It was just literally the story went from I read the bare bones, and then when I started reading more into it, it was like he was literally just left for dead. Mm. I I don't know if it's that his parents were killed or died, or he was just orphaned in some tragic way, but he just stole a loaf of bread. And got three months. And the three months he thought he could do. He's a lamb, but just got caught. Essentially, yeah. But it was just the thought of the lashings that he just, he couldn't cope. He couldn't cope. And I can't even imagine what that kind of fear would even feel like. Mm. And if that's the last thing you feel before you die, you're sticking around. That's that's unfinished business. You can't cross over. You Mm. can't. I don't know where people go afterwards. I have no idea. They probably all go down the local pub. I don't know. But that would that would stick a spirit with What would are. that pub be called? The Graveyard. The Great Diggers, maybe. Right, uh, I've been there. That's actually yeah, a really good spot. One of my old work colleagues used to swear by he used to live in the vicinity and he absolutely loved the idea of the hatch in the wall. He used to tell us yeah. the history. And it was called the Grave Diggers because they used to feed the guys who dug the graves, the graves. and there's a hatch in the wall that he well, are we point. saying feed them? But like, it was mostly just beer. Oh, you, you don't really want a ham sandwich. You want the point of Guinness to get on with your job. That's it, though. It's just liquefied mm. stew, really. But we went and we did the... I don't know if they still do it now. Well, I, but... I would name my pub Clouds, by the way. Not, not Cloud 9, because there's copyright infringement. <laughs> but the tour that we did, the guy got us a drink. It was part of our package. And it was a shot of probably some cranberry something or other and then some yellow shot like it could have been schnapps or something but whatever way they leveled around each other the red didn't mix with the yellow and the yellow didn't mix with the red and then he was like would anyone like would anyone like a shot of blood and bile and I was like oh this smells amazing but now it's all I can taste and go- but it was it was really good but it I was really, been, really I would have been looking at him with an empty glass going refill please <laughs> It was. It was really, really tasty. Mm. Do you want my two suffragettes? Yes, please. Okay. So I went a bit. I went a bit. Don't, don't mind the time travel here. But I went wild. We can guess one. What is Kathy Bates? Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because no, she has to play a badass. She's, she, has, and she has to be included. Otherwise, the show has nothing. <laughs> uh, and is a name you probably won't know is Glynis John. Okay. Glynis John played Winifred Banks in what movie? Yes. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. And she is the epitome of what she said these people went. They are not pretty dress and sashes. Yeah. But this woman was a pretty dress and a sash and she stood up and for Mr. Banks. Yeah. So I have respect for that woman <laughs> as Mr. Banks from Scary Man. Yes. 
I actually, that was probably the best rendition of characters I think you've ever come up with. Because well, I've been practicing. <laughs> I was going to say I agreed with them all, but I didn't know who half of them were. But the description, very well put together. Like it. Two thumbs up from this girl. You can't see my thumbs up. My thumbs are up. Are there any questions? Uh, I have a question. Why is it called Scrum? Um, because they all huddle in the center or something. Or they broke out on the weekends by Ruby. Yeah. I don't know. I actually, um, I think it was like a play on Scum. Uh. But it was called Crumlin Road Jail. I could be wrong. If anyone is from Belfast and can tell me, I'm more than happy to receive the information. Scrumlins. Um, but I think, I think it was something to do with yeah. that. It's a, it's the same with any episode. If I am ever wrong, tell me. I get my research from... I start with Wikipedia and then go from there because anyone can... I could I could totally just write in random stuff. Annette is the president of Ireland. <laughs> it could work, Stephen. Don't look so disappointed. Hugh and Graham Norton, they're leading the nation. With gin in hand, I think we could do it. The, what? We could? I was going to say, yeah. I was, was, <laughs> um, was going to say something. No, as far as I know, that's it was a play on words. I could be wrong, though. Again, tell me if I'm wrong. You are wrong. I have a question. I don't have the answer, but go ahead. Can we go? I don't have to. Yes. I love to go. I don't know if I have you enough can't get, You can't get engaged in this jail. No. No, and we never told anyone our story. So the prison itself has been known to hold big conferences, banquets, big corporate dinners and weddings. And one of the YouTubers was like, oh, my God, can you imagine having your wedding here? And I'm like, we were so close to booking mm. Cork jail. So the third time we went to Cork, we always finished off our visits every single year with a trip to Cork Jail Museum. Um, but on the third occasion we went, and long story short, Stephen never asked and I never said yes because he said, I couldn't think of a better place to bring you to ask you to be my ball and chain. And I fell around laughing. And then a group of, I'd say, about 50 tourists walk around the corner. And I'm like, this place is empty. Every single year we come, it's empty. And then the one year you decide to wear your really good slacks <laughs> and your super shiny shoes. Tie-up shoes, not Velcro. No, 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 tie-up shoes. You looked swanky and it never dawned on me what was happening because you're quirky and you like to wear a tie to Sunday golf. I don't know, you're weird. No, golf, you would golf, never wear it. I know, I couldn't think of anything. destroy my back swing. Not that what would you even do like? Place. But we've been several times since then and we were so close only for we got married in December and I th the thought of people not being able to come all the way down to Cork because of potentially bad weather. So we were like, no, we'll just stay in Dublin. But when the girl was like, can you imagine? I was like, yeah, I could totally imagine getting married mm -hmm. there. Like Crumlin Road Jail is spanky clean. They keep it so well kept. It's white with black railings. It's so pristine. It's absolutely gorgeous. I want to go. I want to go. Cool, let's do it. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know if I have enough followers on, on Instagram to do a live stream, but we oh, could no, definitely record it. Oh, no, we're just going to have a look like. We're not, we're not, no. No, not like EVPs and stuff, but like obviously to document the fact that we have been somewhere that we did an episode on. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And then we'll go over to the States. That escalated. <laughs> I don't know which prison Say I want to go words, to. My I'm like, dear. Waverly Hills, let's go. Okay, we finish up? Say your words. <laughs> <laughs> spending money we do not have okay so thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you have any questions regarding today's episode or any other episode you can dm us on our instagram it's what's the story ghost and if you have any personal stories and you want to email us our email is what's the story ghost at gmail.com and on that note exit jingle i may have done this one more. <laughs> i don't even know what it is it bye, is. bye.